The Pinball Network is online. Launching Top 3 with Orbi. Welcome back to Top 3 with Orbi. My name is Orbital Albert and I'll be your host for today's episode. We're going to be counting down the top three ways that you can support your local barcade, your local place that you used to go hang out with all your buds, play some pinball, knock back a cold beer, and enjoy yourself. But right now, because of the coronavirus, we can't do that. So how is it that we can make sure, once this is all blown over, that we haven't lost so many of our best arcades. It seems like every single day over the last week, we've lost another five to 10 pinball arcades. And fingers crossed that we recover from this, we flatten the curve, and we're back in there in good time. But a lot of restaurants run week to week. They're already, you know, uh, short on money. They already were, you know, coming into the busy part of the year and just getting through January, February, and a lot of them didn't have a lot of extra cash. So what the heck can we do? A lot has changed since my last episode. That was back on March 3rd. Uh, since then, I had planned on doing a top three weird, uh, strange, crazy, wacky tips to help you nudge better. And that's something I still want to do. The episode's already been written. But I thought that this was more pressing. Because at the end of all this, uh, this too shall pass. We will get through it. But at the end of it, will pinball arcades still be there? And my goal in this episode is to give you every possible tool. You probably know most of these. These are common sense. But my goal is for you to maybe pick up just one thing you hadn't thought of to help ensure that pinball in the wild locally will not go back to where it was 10, even five years ago when there was hardly any pinball in the wild. We want to keep pinball alive. And that's how we do it. Let's start with number three. This is the simplest and the easiest one and the one that most of you have already done, but use your kind words to communicate with them. If you already speak with them on a personal level, then yes, maybe a phone call or a text message is appropriate. Uh, if not, just you know a public comment on their social media, maybe on their Facebook page, their Instagram, what have you. Uh, but let them know that you, you are so appreciative of them closing for the safety of you and all of your other friends in your community. But you can also let them know, hey, thanks for all the rad fun I had there playing pinball, having some drinks, maybe getting a little sloppy, uh, ordering some food, maybe you've gone there for date night uh, with your partner. Who knows? But you've probably had great memories there and you want to continue to have those memories. So make sure you tell them, believe me, when you guys open up again, once it's safe, I will be there to support you. Okay, so let them know that because a lot of these bar owners, uh, a lot of the places where pinball are, it's it's either like it's it's half a bar and half pinball, or it's half a laundromat and half pinball, or it's uh, well, I guess that's mostly Sunshine Arcade, but I've been to other laundromats that have a couple pinball machines, uh, and then probably the the second most common is a record store. So we're talking like Speed City Records, where I used to play Monday Night Pinball in London, Ontario. Shout out! Uh, we're talking Rock Fantasy, the, the famous world famous Rock Fantasy just had to close, and I had a little tear in my eye because I had it in my head that maybe, maybe, maybe this summer I could get down to I believe New York City or New York State and hit head up Rock Fantasy. And if it's not there, I apologize. But I wanted to go and check it out. And I knew that it was somewhere drivable from this side of where I was in Canada. So yeah, kind words is very, very, very important. But unfortunately, 
that might make them feel better, but that's not going to financially help them. And they, a lot of them need financial help right now. So I think that this is even more important. Number two on my list is to purchase a gift card. This is so important. And if you know that you regularly spend, let's, I'll just say you, if you know you regularly spend, uh, well, I mean, at call the office when I used to play there once or twice a week, probably spending 200 bucks a month there. So if they have, you know, $50, $25, $100 gift cards, doesn't matter the denomination, go buy whatever you can afford to buy. I'm not saying empty out your savings account just to help them out. But if you're someone who's a little wealthier, like a lot of us are in pinball, maybe you would take the amount of money that you would spend on an old EM, five, 600 bucks. And if you can afford it, if you're very confident they're going to open again, which 99% of these places will, let's be honest. Places that were already on the bubble of going extinct might not make it more than a couple weeks, but I think that most of them will make it, okay? I truly believe that. And one way we can guarantee they make it is by buying gift certificates from them. Now, a lot of these restaurants will still be doing takeout. Even though you can't go in there and play pinball, you can support them by buying takeout. Okay, so this is big. So either a gift card or takeout. Go spend money with them. Go financially support them that way. Now, what is number one on my list? Number one on my list is very simple and is it's actually beneficial to you. It's beneficial to the operator. It will not work in all cases, but what you could do is you could rent a machine. I've seen two places on Facebook that are already doing this. You can rent a machine from one of the owners. So think about the owners of the pinball machine. I would say 60 to 75% of the time, the owner of the pinball machine is also the person doing maintenance. There's places like Logan's Arcade and other big arcades where the maintenance people are separate from the owners. But quite often, maybe it's less than that, maybe 50% of the operators are also the owners. I'm not sure. But for the most part, if the owner is not the operator, the owner and the operator are very close friends or not even so much the operator, but the person who does the maintenance on the machine. So what you do is if they already haven't came forward and asked, you can say, hey, I would really like to rent a machine from you. Prices vary. If it's an older, you know, inexpensive machine, you might be able to, especially if you got it off of, you know, like if you kind of were close with that person, you might be able to get it off like 100 a month for a three-month stint. And this is especially for people who don't already have pinball machines, but it's also for people who have a couple pinball machines, but know that they might not be able to get a lot more variety from going out and playing in the wild and want one or two extras at home. The deal that I had was $150 a month originally. I think it went up to $200 a month, especially when the machines I was renting started to get up over, over that 5000 in around that $5,000 range. But that came with unlimited maintenance. And I think that's something that's important for a lot of people to have on there. Hopefully it wouldn't break down very often. I don't know how you feel about having people over your house and such. But for the most part, people are still gathering in groups of two. Typically, if you get a guy to drop it off, it'll be him or him and one other guy. And honestly, as long as you use some common sense, getting a pinball machine dropped off is 10 times less risky than going to a pharmacy or a grocery store, which you should be very careful in nowadays. Don't get me wrong. But get yourself a pinball machine. You will get better at pinball. You will increase your enjoyment. You're going to be stuck at home even more. That way you continue to get better at more pinball machines while you're going through this crisis with, you know, in your bunker, whether you're by yourself or stuck there with your family. 
what it does is, believe it or not, because the restaurants, at least they'll be getting rid of all of their overhead costs, but those pinball machines are just going to be sitting there doing nothing. And if enough people rent enough pinball machines, if the owner and the maintenance person are separate, you might just get enough hours for that maintenance person to keep working. And they're basically working remotely from their car. They're not in an area with a whole bunch of people. If they are going to someone's house to maintain it, you can easily stay six eight, 10 feet away. You could probably even be in the other room after you open the door for the guy, right? So, I mean, it's a fairly low risk. In a lot of these places, I would say even the busiest arcades might have 10 machines out being rented at one time. So maybe the guy's going to like two people's house a week max. Like, you know what I mean? So it's not really one of these high risk situations. It's probably a higher risk situation getting uh, some type of package sent to your house or something. Uh, unknowingly that was accidentally touched from someone from UPS. But I digress. This pinball podcast is to give you some tips to help support your local pinball barcade, arcade, even possibly a smaller family entertainment center. If if it's a Dave and Buster's and you're like, hey, Dave and Buster's, I'm just wondering if I could rent some arcade machines. They're just going to like hang up on you. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some of the local owners are are franchised out, so I could be wrong. But I think it is crazy, crazy, crazy important during this time to make sure that we go out of our way to help each and every one of these bar owners, these record stores, like I mentioned before, Rock Fantasy. I don't know if they'll be selling records online, but that's another good thing that you could do. Speed City Records from London. So no matter where you live in North America, I'm pretty sure that you can get albums shipped to you from Speed City Records out of London. I know they have most of their their records that are on Discogs are available for shipping. Maybe not everything in their $5, $2 bin, right? Their toonie bin, as we call it here up in Canada. Anyways, you bunch of frickin' pinball nerds, thank you so much for listening to episode three of Top Three with Orby. My name's Orby, and until next time, pinball nerds, nerd out. Three, two, one. Network.